What's good, family? You're tuned in to Do The Work Podcast, the place where commitment meets transformation, man. I'm your host, Harold McGee Jr., and I believe that dedication can rewrite destinies and that the journey to mental wellness is a path worth walking. Real talk. Each week, we dive deep into the topics and stories of men who face the odds, who've turned their setbacks into comebacks and transformed their fears into purpose. If you're ready to be inspired, to be challenged, and to do the work necessary for your own mental wellness and growth, then you're in the right place, man. Let's go. All right, man, this episode, we're going to continue the conversation with my man, Stan Jackson. He's going to continue to answer some questions I got for him, drop that wisdom, tell a little bit more about himself and his story um, during his path to mental wellness and growth. Let's get it. Yeah. And so one of the questions that I was going to ask you okay. is the importance of the prophetic as a man, um, specifically as a husband, because there's been so many times, because here's the thing, you can operate in the prophetic without being a prophet. Mm-hmm. And I think, because Paul says, I will that you all would prophesy. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, I would that you all be prophets. Right. He said, I would that you all prophesy. Mm-hmm. Because there's been moments in my marriage where my wife just need a good word. Yeah. A good prophetic word to encourage her, to yeah. lift her up, to give her a glimpse of what we, what she's fighting for. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't have the ability to do that, mm-hmm. what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You know, it's just like, it's like, man, she having one of her moments. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and my wife has gotten to the point and I'm telling you, you're, you're, I keep going back to this. Your wife is the blueprint. Yeah. Your wife is the blueprint. Yeah. My wife, she's gotten to the point where she'd be like, look, Harold, I need a, I need a word from, the, I need a prophetic word spoken yeah. over me right now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not doing good mentally and emotionally, but I don't need you to try to fix anything. Mm. I don't need you to try to give me no advice. I need you to hear from God mm-hmm. and give me a prophetic, like speak over my life right now. And well, I'm just like, wow. and, and to me, We've been in this a while to know I'm I I know how to do that. I know mm-hmm. how to flow in that. Mm-hmm. But um how many men who are married who wives could benefit from something like that, but they don't know how to hear from God. Mm. Cause all prophecy is is just hearing from the Lord and mm. saying what you heard. <laughs> here's, here's a prop, obedience. Yes. Yes. And major sacrifice. Um but I guess a, a clear a clarifying question is, have you found that benefit beneficial in your marriage? And how would you how would you advise someone who who lacks that in theirs? Wow, Carl, you'd be asking them challenging questions, man, because that's huge. Um the first of all, because I didn't believe in the prophetic, I had to learn to accept it. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand it. Like you said, you know, they could be doing it but not knowing they're doing it. Yes. So it takes a lot of dedication to be in the prophetic, uh, a lot of major sacrifice. Matter of fact, when you're in prophetic, you got to give up everything. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, um, to hear from God, you really got to be obedient and be selfishness. Yes. Yeah, self. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got to be completely selfless. And once you open up that door, and when God give you a word, he gives you the courage to not, like I said, the law of picture, not only say it, but live it out. Yes. And with our wives, they want to see it. Yes. Before they hear us. Yes. Even though they want, a, want us to talk, but what she's really saying, show me something. Woo! Come on. So I can believe in you when you tell me it. Yes. Yes. That's what she's really yes. saying. Pearl, I need you to level up yes. so I can see it, so I can continue to feed on, so I can believe with you. Yes. Because I'm losing sight. Yes. In this area right now. I'm wavering. <laughs> because, and here's the thing, with the devil, the enemy, or self would do, we get so busy, we forget our mission. We get so busy, we're doing a good thing right, but not the no, right thing real. good. But they want to see us. Yeah operate and that's and that's why i believe as men as as husbands is important to have the vision for your family and here's another thing so when you give us a vision now you have to step in because when we think the vision is it's all going oh god's gonna give me a b c d uh-huh. e f g and no god do something totally different and come in a totally <laughs> different way and like you want me to do what no i ain't doing that yeah. But when you start doing it, that's when he it because it's nothing but God. Yeah. So when you start walking in that and that listen, light, listen. Go ahead. You have to you have to <clears throat> love more than the idea. Ooh, it's late too. Yeah. It? This we're gonna wrap up. Yeah. We're gonna ha- you gotta love more than the idea of the vision. You have to actually love the vision. Yeah. Because some for instance, like someone I'm like, oh, you know, God is this is this is the favorite. This is the favorite one I like making fun of. God is sending us to the nations. Wow, wow, yeah. <laughs> but you ain't doing nothing international. Right, right. Wow, <laughs> your it. mental capacity yeah. is still local. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but if 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 God is giving you a vision of compassion and love and and, and something grand, yeah. What what steps have He given you that you've obeyed? That's what, that's how it works with me. What steps have I? That that, yeah. So so say say um, to put practicality to what you just said. Mm-hmm. So like if someone says you know they want a prophetic word, but they want it to be lived out before it's spoken, mm-hmm. um, or you know both, and it's because some people live chasing the next word, mm-hmm. and they. Always want to work. Yeah. Always want to be yeah. gassed yes. up in the yeah. spirit. Yes. But could it be that God isn't trying to give you a word because you ain't been obedient to the last seven? <laughs> that too, or God's showing you if you if you 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 pay attention to His voice. And, oh, and so that's this, good. This, he maybe wants you to get it for yourself because he's learning. I'm learning how to to hear and understand what he's saying to me. Yes. Versus because God's always talking, dude. Always, always talking, always to the point where I'm like, God, I can't take no more, dude. I I've been there. I can't. I can't do there. it. It's too much. It could give me a. I see everything as a message. Yeah. You know. But what happens is he takes you on these little things. Like I have to fast and fast from talking and fast from eating one day. And I had to be in a meeting with six people. <laughs> I can't I talk. You, I and you, yeah, it can't talk. <laughs> and I had to write notes out. And they're like, dude, what's wrong with you? I can't talk right now. I can't. So those are the little things that you, you yeah. the, to, 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 to start. Obedience. To start in that area. 
But here's when you prophetic. You can't just mob off and say anything because you upset. Well, yeah, but that's that's the, that's. But now you're going into the office of the prophet. Because oh, I think that's, okay, I so think that's not the office. So yeah. we ain't going to okay. So, we ain't going to so stay because right. people who are not called to the office they don't have that same severity. Okay, all right. So you, you know, stay but with just the but just being prophetic, and I and I guess the, what I'm trying to say is men learning to hear from God. All right, so so this is what it looks like, guys. Because we we our wife's gonna get upset for us. We, we, <laughs> long as we ain't playing video games, we good, right? We, we, we trying to level up, right? <laughs> But gentlemen, um, what it looks like when we actually yeah. connect with God, we cannot do nothing without God. Yes. It's yes. like even if you call a parent or a father or even a friend yeah. and you expect for someone to answer on the other end when you dial that number, that's what God's saying with you. Yeah. When you're spending time and communicating with God, God wants to talk to you just like you call a friend up. Yeah. Like you dial somebody's number. Like yeah. you are in an emergency if something happened. Yeah. You call 911, God's the same way. Yeah. But when you hear oh, the person on the other phone, you just don't be actually acting frantic. You explain your case. You explain why you called or you are receiving the phone call. And then you execute it and have a win-win communication by the time you get off that phone call. True. That's what it looks like. True. Either that person wants you to listen. Or they, or they want to hear what you got to say. But either way, by the time you get off that phone call, there is a friendship there. Mm-hmm. It's called a connection. God wants us to connect. So once he do that, and you do that on a regular. And, and it's God, greater clarity after the call. Man, when you call God up every single day, and you, God don't have to say anything for the next 30, 60 days. But I guarantee you, by the, the, the by 61 day, he's going to speak to you. The Bible says in Matthew 7 and 7, what does it say? Seek Ask, seek, and knock. Mm-hmm. That's our that's our mandate. Yeah, as Christians, our kingdom. Yeah, but what it looks like as a man, how can I follow you if you don't even know where you're going, Come spiritually on. or naturally? Come on, I can't follow you, bro. Yes, and if I yes. was a woman, <laughs> I don't care how much money you got, <laughs> and you want me to do what? I can't do that. You got my life and my soul and my kids. Oh, I need to know yes. what's our vision for the next five years. Here's, here's how I know before we go off. I always ask men this. I always ask two questions. Bro, where are you going? Yes. And then what is in five years, where are you going to be with your yes. family? Yes. Just like a regular job. But spiritually, though, where are you going? And five years, where are you going to become? God always give you the mission. Yeah. He's going to show you what it looks like. Yeah. But if you don't know that, then you might want to go with me and her I was talking about and spend some time with the Heavenly Father, literally. Listen, because I've talked to I've talked to men. I've talked to men, and I've been like, you know, where do you see yourself, you know, five years from now? Yeah. And um, and they'll tell me. And then I'm like, dang, man, I don't, I don't know if the Lord is going to do all that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why you say that? I said, not once did you tell me how your wife and kids fit into that. Picture. No, for sure. And if you can get a vision, if you can, t- if you can articulate where you're going to be five years from now, mm-hmm. and your family is not a part of that, mm-hmm. I have a hard time believing that it's from the God. Yeah. Can I see this, Harold? Absolutely. I don't even know what it is. You got so many Christians (laughs) out here and they tell me all they want to see heaven and they want to have a revival and they want to do all this. And no pun against that. That's all fine and dandy. But ask yourself this one question. Are you willing to die for the cause? Come on. A lot of Christians want to go to heaven, but they don't want to die. Yeah. That's a military statement in the Navy. 
All these people want to do go to heaven, but nobody want to die. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of death. True leaders not afraid of death. It's true. No, seriously. Think about every leader that you've known. True that's leaders. Been a martyr yeah. or something else. They sac- they selfishness and they die for the cause. Or or someone who's fully committed. You have as a leader, you have yeah. to be committed. Yeah. It's no it's no because you. I mean, you may not necessarily be. Well, I think oh, I think everyone's called to some form of leadership. But sometimes, like, you may not be the leader, mm-hmm. but if you're completely committed and bought into the vision of what's going on, then you, you, you're not afraid to die. Yeah. I remember when I was um, in early in our marriage, um, I freed Cassie out because we were broke, broke. Mm-hmm. and um, Like cracker and, and peanut butter broke? Broke, broke. Like. My little part-time job mm. couldn't even pay our rent. Ooh. And we had all the other bills too. <laughs> and um, she was like, what are we going to do if we can't survive? Mm. I was like, well, then we'll die. And she was like, wow, what, what do you mean? I was like, we'll die and we'll be kicking it with Jesus. <laughs> Our work yeah. here is done. Like, Our work here is done. I don't think your wife. And she was like, she's bro. like, she's like, nah. She's like, nah. Yeah. Because she, she, she countered with, with, with uh, David. She was like, my uh, best friend David. No, 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 no. David in the Bible. Oh, David. Okay, all right. She didn't know him. Oh no, no. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> she countered with David. All right. Because you know when David was going against Goliath, King David. King, King David. David. Yeah. No, he wasn't king at the time. Okay. Um, he was just a little shepherd boy. Okay. Uh, when he was going against Goliath, mm-hmm. and. Um, but they anointed him for king before he did that, though. Uh, yes. Yeah. And so, and this is why <laughs> he was anointed yeah. for kingship, but he hadn't had been placed in the position True, yet. For sure. So when he went against Goliath, yeah, he knew the promise has not been yet fulfilled. Yeah, bro. I can't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God has already told me That's I'm about rich. to be king. That's I ain't rich. king yet. I'm not about to die, but yeah. against this this dude, he can't kill me. So he already, my 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 life's the the, the, the calling that God yeah, yeah. has not yet been fulfilled. Oh man, that's so deep. he can't kill I me. I love that. I love that. Yeah. My wife said, "We're not done. Mm. We can't die." Wow. And I was like, "Well, I guess we're gonna get the money then." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and here we are now. Here we are now. Right, and we got the money, and we, we paid it. them bills. Wow. And that's the testimony for sure. But it's 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 true. Is because you have. If I wasn't in the mind state to be like, you know, if I die, I die. Yeah. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Then I would have tried to make something happen in the in the wrong from the wrong source. mindset, yeah, in the wrong sure. source. And if my and if my wife wasn't the woman that she was yeah and was like yo we can't die right we can't not make it right because there's work for us to do god has called us to something and we have not seen it come to pass yeah yeah so this is not the this struggle that we're going through is Mm. not going to be the end of us yeah because there's still yet more for us to do wow and i was just like you're right Mm. i don't know how god's gonna do it yeah but he gonna do it ain't god good with that though he did it He's always good with he that. He did it. I love him for that. But thank you, Father, for that. I love you for that. Dude. I do. I really do. All right, we're going we're gonna to end this. You know, I'm going to end this like this. I heard 
because we were talking about money and stuff, I heard this crazy. And you could take it however you guys could take it however you want. I think it'd be funny. But uh, <laughs> this guy, um, he's a no, she's a prophet. This is lady. She's mm. a prophet, and she was like, "I've never budgeted a day in my life. Mm. So I never had a budget." She said, "Because I just ask God to help me generate more income." Mm. She said, "I'm not gonna budget mm. because if, because if I need more income, I'm not gonna limit God with a budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking for more money." I like that, and I was like, "Whoa." And she's like, you know what? I'm a millionaire today mm. and never wanted and never had a budget because the Holy Spirit always makes the bottom line. Oh, wow. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Dave Ramsey yeah. about yeah. to have yeah. it in with this. Balls and principles. We got a budget. What's your bottom line? Yeah. And, but she was saying, she was saying how when you trust God completely, yeah, man. And when you are steward over what he gives you, <sighs> You don't need a oh, budget Lord. if you got obedience. Yeah, man. How powerful is that? Yeah, man. You don't need a budget as long as you got obedience. You have to walk in it. Because if you got a budget and can't obey God, man, mm-hmm. you still ain't gonna have no money. I'm gonna speak, I'm gonna speak <laughs> on that. And we can load. I went to a wedding two weeks ago and um I had like two hundred dollars. It's not big money or anything, but it's two hundred dollars. And uh, and I'm saying this for a reason. Mm-hmm. When you be obedient to God and God gives you your gifting and you anoint it like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and I never was a giver. My wife was like, give the coat off her back. I'm the other dude. I'm like, look, I'm a, I need your coat and my coat. You know? <laughs> That's how God had to work through some things because yeah, of the yeah, poverty yeah. mindset I used to have. But uh, the guy sung in his wedding. It was a good friend of mine. Um, uh, he's a pastor. He mm-hmm. dated 25 years of getting married. And they just did it, renewed their vows. Oh, nice, nice. But the guy got up and sung. It was like two songs, and it was just so like on point. Like, see, you got people who sing, and then you got people who's anointed. Come to on. Sing. There's a difference. And it breaks that yoke. Yeah. That brother. So I turned to my wife. I said, Look, I got $200. I want to find this brother. I'm going to give him the, everything in my pocket. <laughs> I was trying to look for the brother, but he wasn't there. So I'm thinking he's going to go back to the reception because we was at the church. Uh-huh. So we go to the reception. I know the guys who playing the piano. I'm like, hey, bro, I ain't seen these guys in a while. Hey, where's that guy? He said, I don't think he even showed up. You know, he, he he's not here. But I say, man, I, if I would have saw him, I would have just gave him this money. And I'm saying this for a reason. You have to be in the position to be blessed. Woo-wee. You have to hear from God because of what the devil would do mm. is put you out of position. Mm. When he was just talking Come about on. how the, being a millionaire put you out of position to make you think that gets you all incoherent. Yes. Spiritually and naturally. Yes. So when you're supposed to go to the left, you go into the right. Mm-hmm. And somebody was right there waiting for you get to give you a blessing for mm-hmm. what they saw in some yes. other areas in your life. Yes. You got to be positioned to be blessed. So at this walk, when you ask to yes. end this podcast, yes. what it looked like? Position yourself, man. You have to be position in yourself. Position, and and you know that happened to that to that lady who was who was sharing about the the, the budget mm-hmm. because she was obedient. She was in position for God to use the people around her to bless her. Yeah, and she used that to start a multi million dollar business. Yeah, it's all about. But if she would have went the other way, mm-hmm. 
and never met those people mm-hmm. and never got in those circles yeah. and never been aligned with yeah. them, she should probably be working a nine to five. Yeah. So you asked your question. So going back full story, so we ended your, uh, what's the name of the? Um, do the work. Do the work. Do the work is be in the position to be positioned for your position. Do do the work Did you to get in position. <laughs> to do the work to be in the position for the position for your position. Or, or another way. Be in position so you don't have to get in position. <laughs> or stay in position. Stay in position. So you don't have to get in position. Either way. Either way. Position, you gotta either be way. There. Don't right. miss your blessing. Don't miss it, don't man. Miss. It's basically when they say stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Yeah, stay ready <laughs> you ain't got to get ready. Yeah, so you, so, so yeah, stay yeah. in position so you yeah. ain't got to get in position. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's a wrap for today's episode of Do The Work. Thank you again for joining us and being a part of this transformative journey. Remember, every person we've spoken to, every story we've shared, serves as a testament to the power of dedication, resilience, and the unyielding spirit of the human soul. Your journey, your story, is uniquely yours. But in each challenge, remember, there's an opportunity to rewrite your narrative, to choose freedom over fear, and to build a legacy that resonates for generations to come. Thank you for tuning in and being an active participant in your growth journey. Keep showing up. Keep doing the work, especially when it comes to your mental health. And until next time, take the lessons, embrace the journey, and always do the work. Peace.